Hey there, and welcome in to the third episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast. In this one, we're going to talk all about how to market your subscription web design business. And what I want to do is give you sort of four if statements. I want to talk about how to market this thing if you're doing the local business, if you're doing the business like strictly online, if you're doing the the niche way, like you're niching down into a particular um, business vertical, or if you're doing sort of the generalist thing. I wanna talk about options across all of those. Now look, marketing itself, is a huge topic, a, a gigantic topic, and something that I'm very, very passionate about. If you want to go even deeper on specifically how to market your subscription web design business, we do talk about this inside of my course. I've got an entire module dedicated to that, and you can just go to steveshram.co slash SWD, steveshram.co slash SWD, and that's how you'll find the Getting Started with Subscription Web Design course. It's going to walk you through all how to set this business up from the get-go the right way, and hopefully it will answer all of those questions that you have as you go through. One of those is going to be specifically on how do you actually market your business because you have to get this thing in front of clients in order to make it work. All right. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and dive right in. Again, if you want to go deeper, steveshram.co slash SWD. Hey, make sure you use the code podcast as of right now. The code podcast is going to get you 20% off of the course. I don't know how much longer I'm going to keep that into the future. So if you're hearing this, go try it. Uh, SteveShram.co slash SWD, enter the code podcast, you'll get 20% off the course. And I'd be delighted to do that and, and offer that to you as a devoted podcast listener. Okay, let's go ahead and dive right in. So how do you market your subscription web design business? As a reminder, when you are doing the subscription business, the sales pitch is a little bit different because you're not saying, hey, um, Mr. Client, I'm going to charge you thousands of dollars now um, to get your project started. And then, you know, the rest of the thousands of dollars later when the project is delivered and we're not creating milestones or, or any of that. What we're doing is we're saying every month, month after month, you are going to pay. Now, I, I'm going to get really a lot more specific in a future episode about what the actual uh, model looks like. I call my model a lease-to-own web design model. Inside of the course I told you about, we actually talked through five different models and specifically how to um, not only know what those models are, but how you could work them into your business. So it's super valuable. Um, but for now, what we want to talk through is how do you actually – market whichever model that you did actually decide on and um, how do you get that in front of people and how do you make that sales pitch work since they're going to be paying you month after month after month instead of thousands of dollars in various lump sums etc okay the first thing we're going to talk about is how to market your subscription web design business if you are doing the local business thing. And by the local business thing, what I mean is, are, are you trying to work with, you know, plumbers, electricians, local boutiques or, or shop owners or hairdressers or whatever in your locality or in a specific locality somewhere in the country. So are you trying to geographically work with people inside of an area and and become the web designer, like the, the sought after web designer for that particular area? Because if so, you're going to do things differently than for instance, how I did them. So I chose to do my business online only. Um, so I do very, very little local advertising, maybe to my detriment. I don't know. It's just the way I decided to go. Um, not very many people locally know of my business because I don't advertise locally. 
But for you, if you are advertising locally, then there's definitely some things that you are going to want to do. The first thing that I would highly recommend is for you to get in front of people. Um, in fact, this is a this is a strategy across the board. It's not really a strategy. It's sort of a principle. Um, people do not just show up when it comes to marketing your business. You have to tell people that you're in business in order for them to know that you're in business. In fact, it's it's kind of funny. I don't do that much marketing on my personal Facebook page uh, just because I, you know, I want to try to be respectful of people's time. You know, people are coming on there to look at pictures of cats and babies, you know, not necessarily to hear all about my business. So, you know, at least on my personal profile, I try to not do as much. Well, in the past couple of weeks, I've had two people reach out to me and say, hey, I think I remember that you did, you know, web design. Um, is this something that you can help me with? And so I created a post. I was like, you know, just in case there's any doubt, um, even though I don't want to spam my, uh, my, my personal friends, my personal profile, you know, I do want people to know that I'm in business, right? Um, and you should too. So you should not be ashamed of that. In fact, if you have identity issues, um, you know, if you're, if you're especially just getting started and, and you're saying, you know, I don't really know that I can, can do this. I don't, I don't know that I can even call myself a web designer yet. You absolutely can. You absolutely can and should call yourself a web designer. Proudly say it right now. If they say, hey, well, can you show me some projects you've done? You could just say, look, I'm, I'm building my portfolio right now. Can you tell me about a project that you might have in mind? Um, you know, just turn it back on them. Like you're working on building your portfolio up. You don't have to have a huge portfolio even to get started. So people have to know that you are in business. So if you're doing local marketing, you need to go where the people who are looking for your services are. Okay. And I would say that there are three primary places that you need to pay attention to. The first is networking groups. The second is chambers of commerce or, or local business groups like that, that are more, um, I guess, official in nature. Um, and then local publications. Okay. So with, with local uh, business groups like BNI, or there's other ones, um, I think BNI stands for business, um, oh, it, it's slipping my mind, I guess I could Google it, um, Business Networking International, I think is what it stands for. Um, these are groups where literally the point is to get together with other people who are doing business. Now, a big mindset shift here. And by the way, I've been to a couple of these meetings. Again, I didn't decide to join because I'm not focused locally, but I have a few colleagues who have seen great success with Business Networking International and other groups like this that allow you to get together with other business owners. The big mindset shift with these is um, it's like, well, why am I going to you know, show up week after week and do all this work to talk to the same you know, 15, 20, 30 people or however many are there over and over again? Well, the point is not necessarily to do business with people in that room, although it will happen. The point is networking. The point is to do business with the people that are in that room, the people that they know. Okay. So they know lots of other people who are looking for your types of services. So part of what you'll get to do in a group like BNI is present for like 60 seconds every week. And you're going to get to say something like this. Hey, look, who do you know that? needs uh, a better SEO on their website? Or who do you know that has a website in their business that doesn't really seem to be performing up to the standards that they want it to? Or just whatever kind of angle you want to go at. But you can let people know the particular kind of client that you're looking for so that as they are in the daily interactions with their business, they'll think of whoever that client may be. Um, it will hopefully refer them to you. So it's all about getting referrals. So a group like BNI, it does cost money to get into, but um, in most cases that I'm aware of, it would be a very worthwhile 
investment. Okay, the next one is like chambers of commerce and other groups like that. And I think these are important because they are they sort of lend some credibility to you as an official member of of your community. Um, in business. Now, again, I have not done this because I've not focused locally. So I have very little to say uh, about this. I just know that if you want to be seen as a credible business owner in your local community, you really should be linked up with the chambers of commerce in probably, you know, your city and maybe even the surrounding cities uh, as well to make your presence known. Once again, if you're not there where the people are who are doing commerce, who are doing business, then they don't know about you and you have no hope of getting your web design business in front of them, whether it's subscription web design or, or not. It doesn't matter what your model is. Um, if you're not in front of them, then they don't know that you exist. And then finally, the last one is, is going to be publications, local publications. Um, you could reach out, let's say, so something I could do, I'll just use myself as an example. I, I didn't do this, but I could reach out to a local news publication with, hey, I've got this great story about how I quit my job in the middle of a global pandemic with my own subscription web design business. Do you want to know how I did it? They would eat that story up, I can almost promise you, okay? So anytime you can get in front of local publications where people who are in your local area are paying specific attention to them and make your targeting more contextual to them, it's just the best in the world. And when you're doing these... I would say maybe you could come up with a free web design uh, audit or, or just a free like website audit or a, a free homepage evaluation or just some sort of freebie that you could put in there so that at, at the end of that local publication, you could be like, hey, if you're interested in working uh, with you know, so-and-so web designer, you can go to so-and-so.com slash audit and get your free web design audit um, right there. So that would be my advice to join a networking group, to join your local chambers of commerce, and then to do some um, local uh, networking through trade publications or just through other uh, publications in your area. Okay, the next piece of advice I have is if, if you're doing business online. Okay, so this is if, if you plan to be working with people primarily all over the world um, on the internet and not so much focused on your local area. Could you do both of these together? Well, of course you could, okay? Of course you could. But um, again, you have to decide what you're going to focus on and you might not want to focus on both at the same time. So if you're, if you're going primarily for the online uh, world, then there's a couple things you could do. I think everybody should be putting out content across podcasts, YouTube, social media, basically as much as you can do. Um, because once again, if nobody knows you exist, then they're not going to want to do business with you. So if you're doing business online, I think as much as you can stand of being on video, being on audio and writing, whichever one of those is your strengths, or, or if all of them are your strength, you should be doing them all getting in front of as many people as you can. If you want to learn more deeply about the specifics of, of, of that kind of thing, of content marketing, as we call it, you can just follow Gary V or um, Gary Vaynerchuk is his full last name on YouTube and on his podcast, et cetera. And you will learn everything that you need to know uh, about getting in front of people online. That's a huge way to go. Now, there are some more niche and strategic ways that you can do this as well. And the two I'll mention is that you could um, use social media DMs by DMing people that you would want to do business with um, to make this work as well. And I would say that that's going to probably work best if you're, um, if you're doing 
business with a particular kind of niche, like a particular kind of client. Uh, but I'm going to save my my thoughts on that for just in a moment when I talk about what to do if you are doing some um, marketing in a particular niche, if you're selling to a particular niche. So I'll be more specific about that later. But as far as online marketing, you can, of course, put content out. You can, of course, direct message people or even cold email people to try to get business. That's a way to do it. But I'm going to tell you the way that I have used. Um, and I, I do lots of content marketing. I tried some cold pitching and stuff, and some people are great with it. Um, it just wasn't for me. You know, I've tried cold emailing. I've tried some cold calling. I've tried um, doing like some, uh, basically a free uh, website audit in advance with a with a video, like a Loom video, and I would send it to them. And I never really got any great response Um from those things. And so I just decided to do this last one. And the last one was I decided to join Facebook groups of the, uh, and also some paid membership communities as well of the kind of people that I wanted to do business with, which was broadly speaking, online entrepreneurs, right? That makes sense. Cause you're, you're, you're trying to work with business owners and they're going to be online. So I joined generalist groups, uh, whether free or paid, for online entrepreneurs and just try to be as helpful as possible. I didn't try to sell. I just tried to be super duper helpful. And I mentioned this on a previous episode, but look at, I mean, one time when I did this, I specifically, I took a client from, I helped her for free. She became a $200 client and then she became a $2,000 client uh, monthly. Okay. So it really works. I promise you it does. And a lot of my early clients that I got were with this method. And today, if I was like super duper hungry and needing to go out and do prospecting, this is what I would do. I would join these Facebook groups for online entrepreneurs, as many as I could. I would just be super duper helpful for free. And trust me when I tell you, that will come back to you in spades over time. It will reward you with paid work. People are going to ask how they can work with you on a paid relationship if you give them value up front for free. Promise it will work. So we've talked about how to market your business if you are doing the local business thing. We've talked about how to market your business if you're doing the online business thing. Now let's talk about what to do if you're doing niche stuff, okay? If you're doing niche marketing, okay? What this means is you're not just working with people in your local area or with, with any entrepreneur online. You're going to work with specific people. So let's say that you're building websites specifically for plumbers if you're doing it locally or online let's say you're doing a website specifically for wellness coaches all right wellness coaches there are some things that you can do uh, which is this is super advantageous like we can have a whole conversation and we will um, about the idea of niching down whether you should or or you should not but let me just go ahead and bust one myth a lot of people think that if they niche down, they're going to have less opportunities to work with people. And by the way, this could not be further from the truth. In fact, that's the exact opposite. Um, because let me just ask you a simple question. If you were a, let's just try to separate yourself out from your business for a minute. Let's say you were a consumer. Let's say you're an attorney. Okay. You're an attorney. Are you going to like, who are you going to trust first? Are you going to go to the website of a generic person who was re referred to you, whatever they, it looks like they build websites for construction companies, you know, for, they've done some for lawyers, they've done some for plumbers, they've done some for, um, you know, electricians or whatever it is. Or what if you get sent to a website that's websitesforlawyers.com and you go to their website and they're speaking your exact language. Promise you the lawyer is going to be a lot more tempted to choose that guy every single time. And most oftentimes they do. Um, since you're specializing that way, you can even charge more money. In fact, certain niches are going to expect that you charge more money. And if they don't see that you're charging a certain um, you know, amount, it's like they might dismiss you because they're not sure how good or how reputable you really, really are. So 
going niche is an extremely powerful thing. And even if you do go niche, a lot of times people are going to find you and do business with you anyway who are not in your immediate niche. So most of the concerns that people have about going niche, I would say you don't even have to worry about them. You don't need to be concerned with them. Go onward um, boldly because I think that you should. All right. Now, what do you do for a marketing angle if you're going niche? Well, here's the thing. You need to be like the biggest tip I can give you, I think, is that you need to be so well-versed on the language of that particular niche that you could talk about their business better than they can. You can clearly identify their problems better than they do, okay? You can speak their exact language. If if you're in a niche where they call the, the people that they work with students, then don't call them customers. Call them students, okay? If you're working with a law firm, for example, law firms don't have customers. Law firms have clients. So you, you would use the language of clients and clientele. Okay. You should, you should know, you should be familiar with pricing models for these various things. You should be familiar with laws and regulations. You should be familiar with, you know, any particular things that, um, Maybe you know you work with plumbers, and there's a, a specific statement that the um, that their state or that the um, that the nation requires that they put as a licensed thing, you know, on their website. Like you should be knowledgeable about those things and have that there. You know, it's like in my business right now, we are niching down to specifically people who work in the uh, course creation space, right? E-learning and learning management sites. So we're using all of that language. We're talking about them. We're, we're, we're primarily marketing to them. Um, and so it makes a big difference how you speak to people. That's the biggest tip that I can give you. And if I was just to give you another quick one, it would just be, be where they are. Again, like if you're, if you're doing uh, the local thing, then join local plumbers associations or local legal associations or local meetups. If you're doing the online thing, then join Facebook groups specific to that niche. Be where they are, be as valuable and as helpful as possible, and you will win in the game of marketing your subscription web design business to specific niches. Okay, lastly, I want to talk about what happens if you are a generalist. Okay. What happens if you are somebody who you said, okay, look, I, I get it. I get the pros and cons. I've weighed them all. I just really don't want to niche down yet. Or maybe you're thinking that you might want to niche down in the future, but you're just not sure who you want to work with yet. You want to do some general work. Then what do you do? Well, I have to admit, this is going to be a lot harder. <laughs> um, it's going to be a lot harder for you. And in fact, I really only have one big tip. I think that a, a generalist could, uh, a way that a generalist could, could break out themselves from the uh, competition. You don't want to compete on price. This is one thing you don't want to do. You don't want to say, oh, I'm the cheapest person in the market. And you may or may not want to be the most expensive person in the market. I will say that um, an old marketing adage is that you don't want to be the second lowest price leader in town. In other words, if you're Walmart, there's no advantage to being the guy who's just a little more expensive than Walmart, um, right? Because Walmart's going to have you beat. In that respect, you might as well go to the complete other angle, okay? So what do you do then if you are trying to be generalist and not um, necessarily going to be a niche? Well, I would say if you are being a generalist web designer and you're trying to do the local thing, then one of the very best things that you can do is start a local show or publication for your area. Start a blog that focuses on your local area, highlighting business owners. Start a podcast interviewing business owners in your area, because by the way, those are your clients. 
So you're literally giving your clients, your potential clients, a platform, and those conversations are going to lead to more business for you. So if you're doing the local thing, I would do that. If you're doing the online thing as a generalist, this is particularly hard. Okay, I'm just telling you, it's particularly hard. But I think perhaps one of the best things that you could do is go get a um, um, a subscription to a service called StreamYard. Okay, set up your social media profiles: Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, etc. Set up all those social media profiles and start some sort of a live show. Maybe do a live business Q and A show daily or weekly, or monthly, um, but start some sort of live show where you can interact with business owners of all different stripes um, and, and and see if you can get some traction that way. Again, it might take a little bit longer and it might be a little bit harder to do this, but um, I think you know, starting like a, an ask the, ask, ask the web designer or something like that might be really, really helpful in a way that you can go ahead and set yourself apart because nobody else is doing that. I promise you, nobody's doing it. And it might be just the thing that sets your business apart from the rest of the crowd. All right. So we've talked about how to um, market if you're if you're local, if you're online, if you're niche, if you're journalist. Once again, if you want to go deeper into these strategies, I talk about them all um, inside of the course. So if you go to steveshramco slash SWD, it's my getting started with subscription web design course. Use the code podcast to get 20% off. And I think it's something that you will find super helpful and beneficial in your business. And I really, really hope to see you inside. That's all for now. Stay tuned for next week's episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast. It's been a pleasure. See ya. Hey there, it's Steve, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get is, okay, Steve, I'm excited. I love this idea of subscription web design, but I have no clue where to get started. If that's you, go to subscriptionwebdesign.com right now, enter your best email address, and I'm going to send you an exclusive training that I did on the five models of subscription web design that will show you the options that are available to you and give you some things to think about on how to get started. And for a limited time, I'm going to include my contract template for subscription web design. I've been asked multiple times to provide this template, and it's usually only available to my paying students. It's a $100 value, but it's yours free. Just go to subscriptionwebdesign.com and enter your best email address there, and I'll send those right to you, as well as send you daily email tips from the trenches of running my agency. See you over there at subscriptionwebdesign.com.